At Retrovision, we know exactly what you want, like our lowest price guarantee. Buy now and pay later. And an extra 5% discount for RAC members. That's on top of all the latest tech from the world's best brands at Retrovision. to the final um, edition of the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, which is proudly brought to you by Retrovision. Now, it's obviously a couple of days till Christmas, uh, two or three days as I'm recording this. Um, it's still not too late. You can still rush in and get all the best electrical stuff that you love at the best prices with the best advice. Um, you'd be crazy to go anywhere else. And if you're an RAC member, you can save a little bit of the folding stuff 5% off already low prices. So um, you'd be crazy to go anywhere else. They also have a 60-day price guarantee. So basically, um, their price won't go up. It's not as if you're going to buy something today and in the Boxing Day sales, you'll see a better price. If that's the case, they will sort you out. Um, the other thing uh, for guys in particular, I mean, I'm, I'm being a bit sexist there, I know, but um, we don't really like shopping too much. Um, click and collect. What, what a service. Just uh, get online. Say what you want, buy it, um, and then go pick it up from your local Retrovision store. And they're all over the place, so you can't miss. So Retrovision, um, ESA Sport, um, they've been uh, doing some great stuff. Um, Johnny Sanders there, managing director. Um, anything from apparel and team wear. So, you know, as a club, are you starting to think about next season? Uh, your new kits, uh, new kits for the T20 competition, for the Retrovision T20, especially the ones that don't have numbers. Go see um, Johnny Sanders at ESA Sports. They'll sort you out. Um, sports coaching, I dare say he'll have his usual uh, sports clinics over the school holidays coming up. Um, memorabilia, raffles, thinking about raffles, um, end, uh, end of season raffles. Look in a book, um, uh, a, bit, a bit of a star, someone to come out and um, add to the day. They can help in um, you know, matching up with with someone. Um, what else do they do? Promotional collateral. So um, you're thinking about your your marquees and, and things like that, that have got your club name, et cetera. ESA Sports make every sporting moment epic and also Everlast. It is now hot. It is officially summer. It's only taken about 10 months to get here, but it is hot now. So clubs, this is where you should be thinking about um, the start of uh, January when we come back. In particular, stock up the fridges with your Everlast. Amazing prices. Johnny Sanders will look after you, no doubt, delivered straight to your door. Great profits. And the best part about it is they are the big 750 mil bottles. I know this 600 mil crap. You're going to get more value for money. So get into the Everlast. Okay. Uh, we've had a hell of a week, a hell of a week um, in uh, PCA cricket. Not only have we continue with our A-grade competition, which is really hotting up and uh, the latter starting to sort of sort itself out. Um, we've also had the conclusion of our um, mid-season T20 Cup, which was exciting and we'll... Uh, talk a little bit more about that um, in a minute or so. Um, but essentially, uh, A-grade, um, we've got a runaway leader. And then I'll tell you what, from second down, it is a dogfight. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see how that sort of rounds itself out. Um, and in the T20 competition, we had, um, the best part about it for me was the converts. We had a lot of you know, sticks in the mud, I guess. Guys going, oh, I'm not sure. No, it's, you know, it's not real cricket, et cetera. Um, I've heard nothing but great, great reviews. And um, the fact that there was so much excitement around it sort of proves that uh, it's a bit of a winner. So uh, shout out here to Ash Wyborn, who's uh, not only president of Hall's Head and doing a great job there, but he's also an executive on the PCA and does a power of work. And this was his baby. He pushed it. He made sure that it got over the line. And, um, you know, we've, we've got Ronald Winner there. So well done, Ash. And well done, everyone involved. 
Okay, we're going to move on quickly. We've got two great interviews, which um, sort of take up a lot of the time of the show. So uh, this is going to be a quick intro. We're going to have a quick exit at the other end, um, and you're going to get a real country wrap because we've got the Country 11 that's just been um, announced in the last week or so, and we've got three reps from the PCA. We're going to have a chat to two of them. Couldn't get one of them. He's, he's at work doing his FIFO stuff, but we've got Damien Burridge and Adam France on um, on the show. We'll have a bit of a chat to them. We're also going to chat to former PCA player. He's now back um, with the BDCA where he started. Um, that's Tim Hutchison. He's the captain of the uh, Country 11. And we've also got the coach, Tim Edmonds. We'll have a chat to them as well. Okay, let's quickly go into it. A-grade results um, on the weekend. Waruna, they played singleton. Um, they've continued their winning run. Waruna, nine for 171. They defeated singleton all out 59. Um, Zach Elliott uh, with the ball, four for six. And uh, Prav Chahal got two for nine. And he also made 54 with the bat. Having a really good season. Um, popular um, overseas player from England. He's only a young lad, but he's a big, strong fella. Really plays aggressively. Um, and, and a really good guy. And a, like I said, a good player. Andy Peckover got three for 31 for uh, Singleton in Waruna's innings there, but it wasn't enough. Um, so Waruna had a real, they've had a really good run into Christmas and uh, we'll talk about the table in just a little second there. Uh, the next game, Shoalwater. This is the game of the round for me, uh, Shoalwater versus Warmbra. On paper, this looked great, but um, it's not where you play. You play on grass and uh, Shoalwater, that's what they did. They, they went out there and did the business um, Warmbra just hit a little bit of a hiccup coming into Christmas. Um, so they, they've just scraped into the four, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on, but essentially, um, they, they've had another loss. So they want to lick their wounds, um, over this Christmas break and sort of, uh, work out how they're going to progress forward into the second half. All they, all you got to do is get into the finals and then the rest of it looks after itself. So, um, but they want to make sure they're in there. Uh, the reigning premiers, uh, Shoalwater two for one forty. They were chasing one three nine. So Warmbra. All that for 139. Lewis Pegler with 45 for Warmbra there. And uh, ex-Singleton's, uh, ex-Singleton captain, actually, Brad Ranford, uh, four for 15 with his new club, Showwater. Showwater chased that down. Two down. That man, again, the left-hander, my favorite left-hander, uh, Dudley Cortland, 68, not out. Uh, and he was supported by his overseas teammate in Charlie Kunji. He got 35, not out. Both of those have now passed a 500-run mark coming into uh, the Christmas break. So that's pretty, pretty impressive. Um, but there is one guy just a little bit ahead of them and we'll chat about him a little bit later on, but well done to Showwater. Um, and they've quietly gone about their business and they are, they're now sitting second on the table. So, uh, watch out, watch this space. Next game, big one, Pinjara. Um, I did say last week, I reckon this could be, uh, their chance to come into the Christmas break and have a really good positive uplift. They've had a bit of a tough run the last couple of weeks. Boy, oh boy, did they do the business here. Uh, they bowled Mandra out for 45. Um, Mandra having a real tough battle at the moment. Uh, they, they've come into the season with, with uh, big ambitions and uh, they're not quite performing on the ground. So all out for 45. Joe Duxbury, uh, one of the rare games he gets to play. Um, he got five for 20. And the big all-rounder, Adam France, who we speak to a bit later on, he got four for 21. Um, and they chased down quite easily. So it was an early day, early finish for Pinjara. And I'm sure they celebrated uh, very, very well. And in the final game in the A-grade competition, Hall's Head did the business against uh, Secret Harbour. Secret Harbour all out for 48. Um, and in reply, they did it in about nine overs. They chased it down very, very quickly, did Hall's Head. Um, and that man again, Jack Man Manuel, 63 not out of 31. So that gets his season tally up to Christmas to 669 runs from his 10 innings at an average of 111.5. This is a ridiculous season. Um, and he'd be chasing uh, one of the records set by, uh, well, Pinjara is still, still, still around and still doing the job. Uh, Jamie Lee, um, from what everyone tells me, he's had a couple of like 1,400 and 1,200 run seasons. So uh, look out, we might have a new record on our hands, but we've still got a long way to go. And the latter, as it looks at the halfway mark, we've got Hall's Head running away, 63 points. Showwater, as I mentioned, they're second on 49. Waruna on 48. And Warmbra on 37 round off the top four um, on equal points, just a percentage thing. Uh, White Knights, Baldivis, and uh, they had the uh, extended break. So they had the week off and they've got the extended break, obviously. Uh, Pinjara move up to, uh, what's that, sixth. Um, Mandra seventh, Singleton eighth, and Secret Harbour 
uh, bottom at the moment. So that's the A-grade wrap-up. And uh, it's things are hotting up. Like I said, Hall's Head, they're running away with it. But um, as we saw last year, come the second half, teams reset and um, some had a really good run home. And then we got to the point where the last round, we had about six or seven teams that could make the top four. I reckon we're going to be very, very similar here. So um, watch this space. And I think it'll be a really good run home. T20 Cup, B through to F. Um, as mentioned earlier, it was a great day. It's been a great concept. Um, it's, you know, clubs have got new recruits this season. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we were able to have double headers throughout this little competition. So basically, um, because the games are over quite quickly, teams could start one, one grade and then the, the next grade starts a bit later. And, and then they're, they're able to have more people around the club, which is great. Um, it's a format that a lot of people haven't played. Um, it's just the way it sort of works. And we're just slow on the up, uptake here in Australia. So I think we're going to, we're going to see a lot more of it and we will definitely see a lot more of it here in the Peel Cricket Association. We've obviously got a fantastic competition, the Retrovision Premier T20 League. It's on a Tuesday night and uh, we'll have a quick wrap up of that just a little bit later on. Um, uh, what else? So we had a lot of skepticism. Well, not a lot, but we did have skepticism and this is something that has been tried in the past and sort of knocked back by the clubs, but this year we had a real push and we said, no, nah, we've got to, we've got to do something different here. Um, just, just to make the season a little bit more enjoyable and to uh, add a bit of integrity to the competition, because since you just want everyone to play each other twice, not go three times or some play someone three times and don't play the other three times and all that sort of stuff. So this has been a real great way to add a bit of integrity to each grade um, and also add something different and the benefits uh, benefits are huge. Um, so what's this space moving forward? We're obviously going to tweak a little, a few little things with um, just tiny little things, but essentially this is going to, this will, this will stay and this will be a real big thing for the competition and a big, big winner. So well done everyone involved. So who are the inaugural T20 cup winners in the grades? Well, in B grade, Hall's head defeated Mandra Hall's head made. Uh, oh no, where's my writings all over the place here. Anyway, Hall's head defeated Mandra. Um, Mitch Morley had, had a game. He got three wickets and also got 63 not out, um, for Hall's head. So he's a clear man of the match there. Uh, the C grade game was, uh, White Knights, Baldivis. They defeated Singleton. So they were five for one, one, eight, and they defeated Singleton nine for one, one, seven. Um, for Singleton, Luke Rogers got 33, Anthony Burt, 31, uh, Luke Gray and Jake McClanahan got three wickets apiece for White Knights. And with the bat um, in the five, uh, five for one, one, eight, it was uh, Daniel Cole, the operations manager, is having a little late run um, with the bat. He got 44 and uh, Nick Pavlich, uh got 36, not out. Sean Van Ruin got three wickets for Singleton, but uh, White Knights, Baldiver, so the C grade T20 Cup champs. In D grade, we saw Warmbra defeat Waruna. Uh, Waruna all out one, two, four. Regan Davis got 43. Uh, Kobe Hale, four for 12, and Beck uh, Batonkin got four for 19. Outstanding bowling by those two. <clears throat> and in reply, uh, Warmbra chased it down, two down. Uh, Travis Gordon, 42, and Reese Wallace, 42, not out. So Warmbra are the D grade T20 Cup champs. Uh, in E grade, we had North Baldivis hold up the silverware. They defeated Hall's Head. So North Baldivis, five for one, two, seven. Defeated Hall's Head nine for one two six in Hall's Head's innings. Uh, Bodie Tobeki got forty for them in a, a lone hand there. And in reply, it was Jason uh, Seabum who got thirty three to lead North Baldivis to victory, and they hold up the T Twenty Cup for season twenty two twenty three. And in F grade, it's the game that I was at. I was at F grade and watched a bit of the semi and watched the, the GF there. Uh, Singleton Irwinians, the home team, they were hosting. Uh, those finals in F grade, uh, six for one, one, three, they defeated White Knights, Beldivis, nine for one Oh two, uh, Michael Carpenter got three for 12 for Singleton. And, um, it was a bit of a team effort with the bat to get, uh, the score to one, one, three, and just watching what the, uh, the cricket there was fantastic. The excitement, the way everyone really got behind it. Um, and again, F grade, probably where you had a lot more of the skepticism than anywhere else. And every, Every guy or man just come up to me and said, thank you. And they really love playing it. Um, uh, they found it a lot easier on the body, obviously playing a shorter format um, other than that final day where they play two games in one day. But 
other than that, they really, really enjoyed themselves. And no doubt, um, those that won their trophies from B through to F had a very, very festive time back at their clubs. Um, you know, a premiership's a premiership. So th that's the other thing we've added. We've added an opportunity for clubs to to win some silverware, especially some of the newer clubs that may not have done too much. Or as I saw in F grade, it was um, Gary Edwards from Singleton. He's, he mentioned that he played in numerous football grand finals and cricket grand finals, never won any of them. That was his first premiership. Um, and he earned it because he, uh, he tried to take a catch earlier in the game and it went straight through his hands and clipped him in the top of the head. Um, so he's got nice six stitch, uh, scar on his, um, eyebrow there, but he, uh, he was okay. And, uh, it didn't bother him in one bit. I'm sure after a few refreshments, he, um, probably forgot about it, but, uh, look, well done to everyone there. Great days, cricket, great celebration of cricket. And, um, I think it's just a fantastic way to, uh, to end the first half of the season and end 2022. This is the pavilion, the Peel cricket show. My name is Oratio Santolucia. I am your host. I'm also the president of the association and proud president at that. We will go to a break. We'll be back after this. Okay, everyone, welcome back to the Pavilion Appeal Cricket Show. As usual, proudly uh, supported by Retrovision, ESA Sport and Everlast Sports Drinks. Um, we've come to the part of the show where we're going to have a bit of a chat to the coach and the captain of the WA Country 11. Some of you might know the coach. You'll definitely know the captain. Um, so welcome to the show, uh, Tim and Tim. So Tim Edmonds is the coach of um, of the WA Country 11 and Tim Hutchison is the captain. So we'll go with Hutchie and Tim, I think, just to make it nice and simple, guys. Thanks, Horatio. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Um, so first of all, Hutch, uh, you're captain again, and you're back into the uh, the country champs. They've been off for the last two seasons, I guess, for the obvious everyone. I don't have to go into that. So you'd be pretty pumped, pretty excited to sort of be back on tour? Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, yeah, really fortunate and honoured to be skipping the boys this year. But um, the last couple of years missing tour has been, yeah, a real blow for us. I know in the scheme of what's happened in the world, it's so minor. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's something that we've really enjoyed going on over the last, um, you know, few years as a group and for myself um, for a number of years, which has been, you know, the highlight of your cricket season each year. So, yeah, we're itching to get back, mate. It's, um, you know, a really experienced squad um, and that have put in a lot of extra time over those two years that we've missed uh, with travel and a lot of Sunday cricket. So to get some reward and be able to go away on tour together, it's going to be, yeah, we're all really looking forward to it. Yep, hundred um, percent. So, uh, Tim, selection-wise, I mean, it's it's always going to be hard, isn't it? I mean, you've got players literally all over this uh, great state of ours, and it's a it's a pretty big one. You no, know, we don't have to. That's captain obvious there. So, how how does the process work? Just for those that um are uninitiated and don't quite understand how it all works. Yeah, so we've obviously being a being a country guy myself, obviously living in Perth now, you're able to develop some you know, some good contacts across the regions as well. You're obviously keeping contact with the players and, and those contacts within the region and keep a good eye on, on how all the country competitions are going. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, you, you don't always see and know everything. As you said, it's a, it's a massive hmm. a massive state. And we just talk about the logistics of bringing, a, let's say, a country cup competition together where all the players come from from everywhere for example, to play for the WA Invitation 11. And even even the, the teams have to travel for Peel and Bunbury and Albany. They still have to travel, you know, sometimes four hours on a night just to play some cricket. So as Hutch said, there's a massive commitment from the players, not only this season in the process, but also um, the years before as well. Guys have been putting in the commitment to play in this, in this tournament, the Country Cup, but it hasn't been the, the thing to aspire to as a country championships. So the players who are, who are there have... have certainly put in the effort and we want our players who are good at club level, which is where they first get identified to then be playing representative cricket for their association, whether that be in the country cup or country week, that's really important for, for WA country cricket. And, and that's where their performances are really highlighted to see if they're a player of interest to go to the next level. Yep. And then um, you've got, obviously, as you've mentioned, you've got the, um, the country cup, where is it's a, you know, it's a fair selection mechanism for you. You get to see the, the, well, you know, the better players sort of playing against each other. But um, again, for those that don't understand, there's a, the, the Invitation 11, which is a fairly recent sort of thing. It's come in the last, oh, I don't know, three, four years, yeah. I guess. Um, and the idea of that is to basically sort of 
allow players from anyway, from the Pilbara to the Kimberley to the Goldfields, Esperance, all that sort of stuff where they may not play in the country cup just for logistics. Like you just, mm. it's too hard to do. So you're then using that where you bring in a player or two players from a certain area here and there. That's a bit easier than bringing a whole team. Um, and then they play together as a, as a team, as an 11 in this country cup competition. And you get to see them, you know, you get to work with them. You get to have a chat to them. You get to see, I mean, even commitment to it because, you know, oh. you're going to take time off work and, and things like Absolutely. that. So that that's a difficult thing as well, isn't it? It's It's been massive. Like the, probably the biggest case in point is a player who's probably now one of our top players in Callum Howe moved up to, to Newman a few years ago. He's been part of our program for um, three seasons now. Um, originally went away to Toowoomba at the last country championships in 2020. You were able to get him down for games as well, but he, he keeps an eye on, on the, the players in his region as well for us. And we've had a couple down in, in recent seasons. It is, as you said, yeah, it's, it's a challenge just to get a player down from the Pilbara to Perth, let alone it would be great if we could get a, a team from the Northwest eventually playing the playing the country cup, but that would mean someone the team from Albany would have to go to the Northwest as well as a, as a cross fixture. So, um, yeah, the, the challenges are there, but the opportunities are probably just as exciting. Yeah. Um, so back to you, Hutch. Um, so, you know, this year's championships are going to be in that, that um, marvellous country town known as Canberra. Um, you've been there before. I mean, Tim was saying, so the, the, the country champions, championships have actually been held in Canberra before. Um, were you part of that team? Yeah, I was, mate. I think it was my second tour. And it must have been about nine or ten years ago. And at the time, ACT had a team in the tournament. They sort of had a side for a few years and then dropped out for a few years. And they were the host host state that year. Um, we had some success. We went across with a really inexperienced team. But um, I think, you know, like everyone that's played in good good cricket teams would know that good culture and having fun sort of gets you a couple of wins along the way, especially when you're at a tournament or in an interstate. And we had um, Garth Noddle, who was coach of the side. It was just okay. a fantastic bloke, really understood people and understood cricket. And we had Rodney Ford as skipper and everyone loved Rocket. And yeah, we just got everyone on the right page and just everyone sort of chipped in. I think from memory, we had one bloke make the All-Australian team and we were the, yeah, the, the winners of the tournament. So it showed it was a really even spread over that carnival and, yeah, in terms of places where the tour can be held, Canberra's a really good one for us. So, looking forward to getting back over there. Yeah, just hope it's not too hot because you don't you don't have a, a nice sea breeze coming in inland Canberra there. That's for sure. Um, so back back to you, uh, Tim. So as a coach, how do you then, um, you know, part of the success of any team is is how they connect and how they bond. Um, and considering you're probably going to only get them together and you might do a, a training session or two before you all take off, but essentially it's going to be, okay, you're selected, we're in, we're together. You know, what's, what's the, uh, the special source to, to, to get that bonding happening? It's a great question. Um, you have just touched on culture as well. Despite us being so separated, you know, in WA, um, I suppose a fair portion of down the bottom half of the state, a lot of the guys actually know each other already. They keep in contact with each other. Um, you know, they've been a part of their, each other's lives. I, I think a few years ago when we went away to Shepherd and we took a really young team, there was about six guys debuting, but everyone got on like a house on fire. It was like, you, you got to live in each other's pockets basically for, for 10 days. You have to get along. You have mm-hmm. to, and I suppose in Toowoomba was the same, about five or six debuting. This year we've got 12 of the 13 have gone before and have played together in two of the last um, championships. So I think that's a, a really... Um, a really positive sign, but as, as Hutch said, it's it's a, it's about the the best part. Is it's it's the highlight of your season, having a bit of fun. Guys go over there; they want to do well, they want to help each other out, and the um, how everyone connects is is a massive a massive part of of I suppose how you're actually picking a team as well, really. Mm. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I mean there may be some rivalries because of you play against each other and all that sort of stuff, yeah. and maybe I don't know, maybe some guys just can't put it aside and whatever. And, and look, it's, 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 it's amateur cricket. It's community cricket effectively. So you've got to, that has to be a factor. And I guess when you make a team something, you're going, geez, these two, we can't put them in the same room together because they're going to throttle each other. I mean, it probably doesn't happen too often, but. We haven't had too many, we haven't had too many like that. Our team manager, Shane Bidwell is an absolute master at the room allocations. 
mm-hmm. first couple of years he he put them across me and I had a look at him and they didn't really make bit of, make much sense but they make perfect sense they make perfect sense putting putting certain blokes together in a certain room he's a guru at it I just let him go now he's uh, he's he's nailed it last two tours so I think he will hopefully nail it again. <laughs> Um, okay. So back, back to you, Hutch. Um, so what, what, what specifically, I mean, you haven't played for a couple of years. What's, what's the one or two things that you're thinking, you know, I can't wait to get over there and get back into it. What, what's the, the driving force, you know? I think for us, um, just the quality of cricket. Uh, I'm really lucky that I get to play in the Bunbury competition, which is a really strong WA country cricket competition. Um, but going away to that standard at the country championships, is just a whole new level. Um, there's no teams don't have you know a weak fifth or sixth bowler that you can target when you're bowling. If you've got someone seven or eight down, you know they can still catch the runs up. So mm. I think just the quality of cricket is what excites everyone, um, especially a few of the fellas that may play in the competitions that are a little bit smaller in size and just population. So the standard obviously isn't going to be as high. I know for them it's really exciting, and um, you know it's tough cricket. You know even just backing up. I think we've got five games in a row. At one stage when we're away this year, so you know it's it's pretty tricky. But um, yeah, you just got to get yourself up for it and really switch on and make good decisions. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so for me, that's that the the cricket's definitely what we're um, yeah what we look forward to. And you know the other thing, like we touched on before, just going away with you know twelve of your mates to play cricket for a couple of weeks is pretty special. Um, you know we're country cricketers, we're not we're not professionals, so mm-hmm. I think we're all aware we're extremely lucky to have such an opportunity and it's important that we don't waste it yeah that's the, yeah that's terrific um so a couple of things for you tim first of all um so there's obviously three players from the peel region obviously got um the, the big all-rounder adam france who um tore it up the other day against albany um made 70 just yeah, it was an amazing innings um had some good support at the other end but the other guy can't play for country 11 although you'd probably like to get him involved if he was in Dudley Cortland but uh yeah Adam's you know he's been a fantastic player this year for Pinjara um with bat and ball um you know he's six foot plenty and hits the ball a long way he must have been excited that you saw that he made himself available I don't know how you did that because <laughs> up, up, from what I heard he wasn't but uh, he wasn't yeah correct there was a magic call I don't know what it was but uh, you've done well so I bet you'd be happy having him uh, yeah, he had he had so much to our, our dynamic Horatio. Yeah, he's a obviously a really proven performer. Um, playing, you know, originally when he he originally played for us when we won in Shepparton and in 2019, um, came out of the the W under under 19s was you know, opened the bowling for Rockingham Mandra. Fortunately for us, he's now playing country for Pinjarra this year. He's actually about to start a new job. I, I've got to put a got to put a call out to his boss. Um, I think Ash down at Hall's Head, um, his, his new uh, boss is allowed to get him get him away for uh, for the tour for us. He just brings so much to our group with bat and ball. He's just another um, class player, and, and hopefully he can be a bit of the difference for us. I think his batting's really come on. We took him away a few years ago, and you know he opened the bowling and could build build a few runs down the order. But I think he's he's taking himself a bit more seriously as a batsman now. I reckon, Hutch, I reckon. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, mate. I think um, you know, four or five years ago, he was just probably walk out and try and hit as far as he could. Um, I think he's but, still um, yeah, I think he sort of develops his innings a bit more now and sort of, yeah, really gets himself set and then knows how much of an impact he can have. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. be great for us. Yeah, well, quick singles for him are like three steps. So, <laughs> makes it so much easier. Yeah. Um, and, and you've also got, um, you know, the trusty left armour, Dan Abel. Um, you know, he'd be one of the better spinners going around in, in country cricket. You know, he could easily, if he wanted to, probably take it a little bit more. But he's, um, well, I thought Hutchie was the most laid back bloke I knew, but I think Dan Abel gives him <laughs> a, a good run for the money. Um, so, you know, you got Dan, and then you've also got Damien Burridge, who's um, got a, in a very strong Hall's head connection. And um, he makes up a former under 19 captain of WA. So, you know, you know what you're getting. With them, so you've got you know three good, very good peel cricketers that are you know coming into the team. Yeah, um, Dan Abel's been a, re- a really good find for us a couple of years ago. We he played country Colts a, a long time ago, and we brought him back into the fold in the country cup back in uh, the 2018-19 season. We needed a, just a another spinner at the time um, for the invitational level. That was before Peel actually came into the competition, and and Dan's just been a real stayer for us. He's reliable, um, you know. 
he's an accurate spinner. He can, you know, he can be attacking, defensive. Just you, you know what you're going to get. Um, and he's able to perform at a high level. And if, if he if he ever chose to, or, you know, if he ever wanted to play premier cricket, let's say, he'd, he'd be a, a walk up start first grader in a lot of uh, in a lot of teams. But we're we're lucky we've got him playing um, country cricket, and also and also with, with Damo, he's you know I suppose the what WA and also South Australia are allowed in the championships. You're allowed you're allowed to take away two players who are under the age of 23 who are from the country, live in the country, and play premier cricket. Um, Damo. Was it part of our team in Toowoomba in 2020? And um, he just offers a good all-round package for us. He can he can keep, he can bowl, he can bat, he can field. So um, he's a really good, really good addition um, to our side. And you know we think all three are going to be really good contributors. And Hachi, you um, obviously you know Captain Obvious. You 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 were you've been part of the Peel Cricket Association for you know a fair few years, and you've gone back to play. For your well, original club, I guess, in, in Colts. Um, so you know those three very, very well, those guys. Um, so you know, you'll be able to, I guess, take them under your wing as well, and you know, it'll all it all sort of work. Yeah, for sure, mate. Um, as Tim touched on, they're three really important players for us. Obviously, Dan goes away as number one spinner. Um, Aaron's a super cricketer, and um oh, Adam, sorry, and then um, yeah, Damo's so versatile, you know, he definitely do some keeping, could potentially bowl and, um, yeah, can hopefully finish some innings for us. I think it's great. You know, they've all been committers to the program, you know, in years gone by. So, yeah, I think it's also, you know, testament to the cricketers in our program that we're only using one of the two people that we could be doing from Premier Cricket. Um, obviously, places like Queensland and New South Wales, their country areas are huge compared to South Australia and WA. That's why we get that option. But, yeah, to only be using one of those players um, is definitely a credit to the players in our squad and credit to Tim and Steve Phillippe organising the program. Yeah, terrific. And one last question, guys, before I let you go. Um, <clears throat> in past seasons, there's been a uh, one of the spots as part of Cricket Australia's sort of uh, role within uh, the East Asia sort of Pacific area. Um, they've, they've offered a spot to East Asia Pacific who come over and have played in the country champs before. Um, but a lot of those teams have actually, you know, maybe I guess on the back of being part of that program, they've, they've gone on. So your Vanuatu's and your Fiji's and, and Papua New Guinea's, they're, they're actually very strong associate teams in the ICC. So um, I note this year, the Philippines are going to be uh, taking that, that guest role. Have you got any mail on them at all? I've got uh, none, but <laughs> what I do know was East Asia Pacific were awesome to play against. Like they'd turn up and they had the most fun of anyone. They'd have speakers on the side of the ground. They were dancing. Their wicket celebrations were good. And um, yeah, they were a really good yeah. cricket team too. I think well, they, they always had one or they two. They knocked us off once, once or twice. Wild, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they were and a quick pretty... somewhere. Someone could bowl real quick. <laughs> yeah. So they had a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm yeah. hopefully the Philippines. You know, cut from the same cloth. Yeah, I've got, I've got bad memories from um, East Asia Pacifica when they last played in Geraldton. I think it was in 2018. They they were a very good fielding side as well, and they I think they ran that about four or five. Read about four or five runouts. They would they would just run us out. So <laughs> and then and that ends up going through the entire group. So I unfortunately can't look on my cricket for Philippines. Um, so I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what they're going to produce, but it's a bit of an unknown. We're just going to have to come up. We're going to have to just play it by ear as, as we come up against yeah. them. I think it'd be that could be a banana, and that's not being uh, disrespectful at all. But you, you'd expect people that have played cricket their whole life to have a leg up on them. But at the same time, they are an international team. Um, it depends which how they use this competition. If they bring their full team over, um, they are effectively an ICC team, and you wouldn't want to get them. You wouldn't want to be down that day because they'll, they'll yeah. beat someone. I reckon. There's one. There's one thing for certain: if they win the competition, they won't be coming back. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's leave that there. Okay, look, guys, I've, I've had a, I've, ta- I've taken up enough of your time. Thank you so much for coming on uh, today. Good luck. Um, you know, we'll be watching uh, very, very closely. And, um, you know, stay safe, stay fit, and uh, make sure you get through the, the 10 or 12 days of cricket. Um, and what promises to be a, an exciting comp, but uh, no doubt it'll be bloody hot because <laughs> January in the ACT will be damn hot. So uh, stay cool. Great. Thanks, Lateratio. Not a problem. Thanks, that. Appreciate it. Okay. So that was the uh, the coach of the WA Country 11, Tim Edmonds, and the captain, who we all know quite well, in Tim Hutchison. 
uh, Captain of Country 11. They're going away January 13. They're away for 10, 12 days. Um, and hopefully they can come back with another trophy. You tend to do quite well in that, champ. So uh, thanks a lot. That is the Pavilion. Uh, we'll be back after this. RAC members get exclusive deals and offers, plus an extra 5% off on top of our lowest price guarantee at Retrovision. Okay, continuing on the uh, the country cricket theme and the country 11 in particular, we spoke earlier with uh, the captain, Tim Hutchison, and the coach, Tim Edmonds, the Tims. Um, we're now going to speak to a couple of Peel Cricket Association representatives who have been selected in that country 11. Um, there is one more, but he's unavailable due to work. Um, so these two will do. And that's uh, Damien Burridge and Adam France. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Um, so uh, just you've both gone at least once before. Um, is that is it just a once or have you gone a couple of times? Have you represented WA Country 11? So maybe Damien, yeah. you can start. Yeah, once for me and then a couple of COVID years in between. So haven't had a chance to go the last two years. Yep. And yourself, Ad, have you – I know you've done uh, at least one. Yeah, I toured back in 2019 at Shepparton. That was my only tour, so it's nice and hot there. But had a few years off and ready to go again. Yeah, so. well, um, this one coming uh, obviously in January – uh, in Canberra, you're not going to get any sea breeze coming in there, mate. So it's going to be very similar to probably Shepherd, and it'll, I reckon it'll be pretty hot there. Um, have you either of you been to Canberra before to, I mean, to play cricket, that is it's sort of a regular stop with uh, representative cricket. I know that much. I've been on enough tours to Canberra myself. So, uh, no, I've not never been for cricket. cricket. No, so I've never been for cricket, but for uh, holidays, yeah. Yeah, not, nothing cricket-wise. Yeah. Add yourself? Likewise, only for holidays. Yeah. Got family over there. Go there oh, quite okay. a bit, really, but, but not for cricket. Okay. Well, it's, um, it's, I mean, the cricket grounds are pretty good. And as you, well, you've both been there, it's, uh, everything's five minutes away. So that's all, that's all pretty handy. And if you're anywhere near Monica, Monica Oval and that little spot there, um, I reckon it's a pretty cool area there. You could you could sort of see yourself. I mean, apart from the fact you're nowhere near any water, um, you could see yourself sort of <laughs> living in that that part of Canberra if that was where you were going to live. Um, except you need to earn a lot of uh, folding stuff. Um, now we spoke um, when we spoke to Hutchie and um, Tim Edmonds. I I mentioned because I only just found out myself on that day, which is a couple of days ago. Um, the Philippines are going to be uh, playing in this tournament. Now, um, East Asia Pacific have normally been in, in the past. And I remember on a tour I went on, um, that, they weren't a bad side, East Asia Pacific, but the, uh, the Philippines. Now, is that going to be the biggest banana skin ever in, in regards to a tournament for you two? So, Ad, I'll start with you, because you don't want to be the first team to lose to the Philippines, surely. No, I've got, I've got no idea what to expect. Even when I went a few years ago, East Asia Pacific, didn't even do it that year, so mm -hmm. got no idea. Something completely new. How about yourself, Damon? Do you do you sort of see it as like, geez, you know, you you want to make sure you're yeah. on your game that day? Especially with the format, six one days in a row. If you cop them, I don't know when we're playing them, but if we're playing them late in the tour, you don't want to get a bit fatigued and drop a game against them. That's for sure. <laughs> But at the end of the day, they're an international team and um, they'll be in a, in a program of sorts. Uh, their women were at the, not the last World Cup, the one before, and they weren't, they weren't too bad. They nearly, you know, they nearly caused an upset or two. So you can imagine there'll be a few um, uh, maybe expat Indians or expat Pakistani players. So, um, you know, they might be a bit better than what you think they might be. And that's where yeah. I just think it'll be a bit of a, a bit of a banana skin sort of game. Yeah, 100%. Just like <laughs> most teams, they've got, yeah, three or four good players and then yeah, you never know what the, the last uh, eight will put up. Mm -hmm. So um, what, what are your memories? So Dave, so you, um, so just to sort of clarify, so Dave, you're, you're, I mean, you've got a, a long history with Hallshead Cricket Club. I mean, the, the Burridge family's synonymous with, um, that club, and obviously you're playing at Rockingham Mandra now, but you do play whenever you get a chance. You're, you know, you're back at the club, so you're very much part of the area and and country cricket. What's your um, 
you know, so what, what are your memories of the last tour you went on, you know, in regards to like standard and, and stuff like that? Oh, well, yeah, that was a, certainly a while ago. But yeah, definitely we had a couple of close games against Fit Country who ended up beating us in the final. Same as New South, they're all very strong and same as Queensland. But yeah, it's a bit different this year with uh, only one format instead of two different formats as it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's only got one shot against every team. And for us, our break, our rest day is after we played every game. So we're the unlucky <laughs> team. Surprise, surprise. They're not surely, surely they haven't uh, stitched up WA. Come on. Don't don't be like that. Oh never. <laughs> How about yourself, Ad? What what are your memories of the last time you went? It was it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. We ended up the year I went, we won the whole thing. So it was a good winning environment and the squad bonded really good and whilst playing a good standard of cricket still, it was yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. So. And and with that, where where does it? So I mean, you're both, um, you know, Damien, you're still playing Premier, and, and Ad, you've just sort of come off Premier cricket. Where, when you're playing, say a, a New South Wales country or a Vic country, who've got you know big talent pools to sort of choose from, um, how are you comparing that? Like, are, are there there better players in all those teams? Is that you know Premier standard? Is that like playing a, a Subiaco or a Claremont or that sort of thing? Or Ad, we'll start with you. I found it. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like when I went, I don't know. It's so different. Like it's a good standard, of course, but like there's no out and out fast bowlers or absolute guru batters. I thought, but everyone it was just a good standard. I thought, mm-hmm. but whilst it's different, different to Premier cricket at the same time. But so it's, it's hard to compare to Premier cricket. I, I reckon. So. But what about you, Damo? What do you what do you sort of? Yes, certainly. Uh, some of the top end teams certainly had a few players um, that would definitely breach the top percentage of premier players. But mm-hmm. no, no offense to some of the other teams, but there was a couple of teams that probably wouldn't match that region. But that's all about depth and yeah. whatnot that you were touching on. Mm-hmm. Certainly, every team had a couple of players that you knew if you got them early, you were going to be in the game. Yep. And and I guess being, um, you know, proud regions, you know, no matter where where they're coming from, um, there's probably no let up. So m- maybe not skill wise, but the the competitiveness, I guess, from one to eleven, it'd be pretty pretty tough, and it'd be tough cricket in tough conditions because you you know you don't really play four or five days in a row. I mean, um, you know, even at, at premier level, you're, you're not a test cricketer. You don't, you don't build up your fitness to, to play five days in a row. So it's, it's going to be pretty hard and, and your recovery is going to be huge, isn't it really? Yes. So, yeah, so, uh, six days in a row is going to be tough. That's for sure. So it's hard, like, um, hard enough after, hard enough after one game. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, are we are we are we thinking like ice baths and all that sort of stuff? I mean, and it's probably not. I'm not joking. I mean, is that is that being discussed? You know, it wasn't the thing when I went. I don't know about you, Damo, but we didn't do ice baths. It was just kind of do what you think's right for yourself. Like, yeah, like you're, you're your own responsibility kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty definitely pretty similar. It's not a it's not a take the Mickey sort of tournament. Although everyone likes to go out for a feed after the games and have a few beers, you definitely uh got to look after yourselves for the next game. That's for sure. Yeah, and uh, by you know three or four games in, um, that preparation or or that recovery will be big. Um, you know, you might get to the point where you guys will just literally be going back to your hotel and just saying, "I'm done." <laughs> you know, uh, order in whatever and uh, Uber Eats and you, you don't want to move from your room, put the aircon on, sit there, watch a bit of Big Bash or something and you'll probably be asleep by, you know, an hour or two after you get back to your room. Yeah, definitely. Especially like the Cradellis, they're going to be batting four and five and 
opening the bowling each day. So for them, it's going to be probably even more important to us hanging down the order a bit. Hanging down the order. Um, <laughs> now, Adam, you've you've got to um, you've got to explain. Now, I know that the last game that we played as the uh, Peel and we uh, we did quite well, and we we beat the Albany District Cricket Association. Um, you did well to you did well to actually play in that game because of our uh, work. You got out of work to play in that game, and you did very well. And at that point, at that point, I was of the belief that you were unavailable to play for the country eleven, um, although they really wanted you to play. And I reckon a day or two later, I see the team announced, and there's Adam France on the uh, on the team list. So, uh, what was the miracle that you worked to get into that, mate? Well, originally, uh. Because I fly and fly out, I went to book it off and they obviously knocked it back, so I, I couldn't go. But then, obviously, a new job opportunity back home came up and I took it without even thinking of Country 11. And I wasn't even going to play last Sunday and then got conned into it. And I was like, oh, that's fine, whatever. And then when I got out, Steve Philippi was there and he's like, come here for a chat and pretty much convinced me. <laughs> so... <laughs> He'd spoken, already spoken to my new boss, <laughs> done it for me. And, oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. The uh, the, the red so, carpet it's treatment. Worked out well. oh, it's worked out very well. It's worked out extremely well. Yeah. Um, you know, you're in you're in form. Um, you 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 know you with the ball and the bat. Um, and I know just speaking to both, uh, you know, the Tim show we'll call it Tim Tim Squared. Um, that they were both very happy that you you know you were available to play and and you obviously got selected um and and Damo yeah. you're you are literally the ultimate all rounder these days because uh you know I remember I I remember when you were coming through the ranks at um in WA cricket you, you know you played Australian under 19s you captained the team and you were a been a bowling all rounder in those days and then I don't see you for a year or two and then the next time I see you you're keeping and I go well what the hell's going on there and. Then the other day, I noticed when you're playing for Rockingham, you you were captain and you you bowled like a fair few overs. I'm presuming <laughs> that was I'm presuming that was uh, seam up stuff, not that. I don't know what that was in one of those uh, T20 games we saw you play. So, um, what what's what, what what you know? Will, will the real Damien Burridge please stand up? You know what 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 is it, mate? Are you keeper, batter, bowler, off spinner, uh, seamer? Uh, yeah, the, the weekends, the weekend situations were quite unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple of quicks go on holidays early, and Jay Collard took three of the top four early, and then pulled his hamstring. So I had to, yeah, had to bowl a couple of meds myself, <laughs> which um, was quite unfortunate. But yeah, obviously Callum Howes, our number one keeper, is he? Yeah. He's an incredible gloveman, but yeah, batting, opening the batting six days in a row and keeping six days isn't in his, uh, no offense to his uh, gorgeous <laughs> rig that he has, isn't, uh, isn't up for it pretty much. So yeah, I'll sub in a couple of days and keep for him. And if not, I'll just field and bat lower down the order. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Just <laughs> I mean, that is, you are the ultimate all-rounder. Like wherever, wherever there is something needed, you 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 can do it. Um, yeah. and, and, and like I said, I mean to 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 be that. Yeah, you've just you've done everything. You've done it all, which is which is amazing. And it's a great way to keep interested in the game too. I mean, you know, you can sort of stick with one thing and get a bit bored and stale. You're going, nah, I'll try this now. I mean, I'm waiting for you to bat left-handed next. Yeah. Well. Not not many batters are too phased with a hundred kilometer an hour mediums. So. <laughs> <laughs> and add um, yourself, you sort of um, you know, your batting sort of come on in, in the last season in particular. You're really sort of you know starting to be a, a mainstay at the crease. Is that something you've always wanted to to sort of do? Really become an you know a, you know a truly solid all rounder, or, or were you stuck in the I'm a Big tall fast bowler, and I bat when I get a chance, but no one really. One of those things when I was when I was young, coming up the ranks at Rocky, I always batted five or six really, and then bowled first change. So was, batting was always no. always there, but then over number the last three, years, 
Yeah, number three is better, stages. Yeah, you better number three. <laughs> and then by the time I got to 16, grew a few inches and all of a sudden I was a tall, tall dumb, fast bowler. <laughs> tall, dumb, fast bowler. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so is that was that frustrating? Like, were you thinking like, hey, you know, I, I, I can bat here, guys. Somewhat, like, it, it was a bit, but then you look what's above you, and you could, I couldn't really complain at the same time. So mm. just about playing your role. So yeah. yeah. So you've sort of enjoyed the, um, I guess coming, you know, coming back to Pinjara, sort of you've enjoyed the, uh, the license, I guess, to bat more and 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 you know, yeah. Definitely. Yep. So you two would have played a lot of cricket together as juniors. Am I right? Uh, yeah, a couple <laughs> of years, yeah. <laughs> okay. So before I let before I let either of you go, um, Damo, and keeping it keeping it in you know, a PC. What's what's a, a particularly funny story you might have about the uh, the big fella? Oh, this one comes to mind. Um, the day he was playing for yeah the WA19s, and I was in the CA17s, and oh, he bumped me, and I put him about thirty rows back at at lawn session. That one always pops up. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, and it wasn't your own uh, sponsored brand bat in those days, no. No, oh, that would have been a kookaburra, I reckon. <laughs> okay, Adam, can, can you confirm that that happened, or is this just um, a myth? A rank, a rank, long hop slipped out the hand, and what it deserved. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and and yourself, have you got a, a particular um, again PC story that you remember for, uh, you know about playing with Damien throughout your junior career? Something, something that always comes up with him. Was probably pretty early in our first grade careers. Me and Damo used to do a lot of time at mid on and mid off, so often would chase the balls together. And one time the ball pulled up about a meter inside the boundary, and uh, Damo was going to pick it up and slipped over and kicked it for four. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that always comes up every now and then. So, <laughs> yeah. we'll be able to confirm that. <laughs> Too bad frog box wasn't around in those days. Oh, oh. lucky! <laughs> you, can't, you can't hide yeah. anywhere. You can't hide anywhere now. The old frog yeah, box. It was, at, it was at Scarborough as well, right in front of the players' pavilion, so they had a perfect view of it. <laughs> oh no! Nice. Booted, booted it for four. <laughs> in front of the Justin, the Justin Langer stand, or whatever it's called there, yeah. Justin Langer Pavilion. <laughs> Yeah, that, that would have been fun. They wouldn't have given you any ribbing there at all, would they? Surely not. No, nah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, look, just before I let, let you go, just one more thing. So, um, Damo, um, you know, your family, your whole family sort of played at um, at Hall's Head. Um, I've, and I've coached a couple of them myself. Um, oh, as he's turned, turned sideways, there we go. Um well, you know that that club. I mean, it's, you know, it's obviously a, a, one of the um the bigger clubs in the the PCA. What what you know? What's your memories of, of being there? You know what I mean? Like you you basically grown up there, haven't you? Yeah, well, it was um it was one of those things where Dad was playing A's, and at the time Pete Wally was playing, so Jake was uh, around, and Chris Baker was playing, so Dan Baker was around, and there's a lot of us kids grew up together. Some who are still playing A's there now, and obviously Aaron was around then. Cam started playing just after. Yep. We have, it was a very big, uh, all our dads were playing together, and all the, the kids sort of hung together, and now they're all playing A grade, which I think out of that team now, I play juniors with probably five or six of them. So that's definitely a big part of why I enjoy going back to play the T20s and all those, or every opportunity I get, pretty much. Yeah, no, I, I think that's great, and that's one of the things I, I'm super proud of that T20 comp. That you know, guys like yourself and um, others just keep coming back to play for their home club. I guess if you want to call it that, and I think yeah. it's it's pretty awesome. 
um, that you get the chance and you, you know, you, you don't have to be asked twice. You're, you're there. Yeah. I think it's pretty awesome. And uh, add yourself yeah. going back to Pinjara this year. Cause that was your, that that's your home club, isn't it? That's where you sort of come through. Yeah. Yeah. Started, started out there when I was, I think seven in the under 11s playing with my big brother. Then obviously progressed from there. And then by the time I was 11, maybe I was, Playing D grade, just filling in. Then, yeah, kind of this progress from there up to A grade by the time I was 12 or 13. And then played there till I think I was about 15. I worked out the other day. So, and then once I started playing seniors at Rocky, hmm. kind of just left. But yeah, so it was always Penny for me, nowhere else. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's pretty cool that, you know, you've, you've gone back to your, your home club and, um, yeah. you know, and Saturday, I mean, you know, we're recording this, uh, um, the week after the last round of, uh, a grade cricket. Um, that's Jesus. That was, that must've been a hell of a day because, um, you know, oh, bowling, bowling, bowling Mandra out for 45, then a game done and dusted in about 10 minutes. That's just, <laughs> oh, that was awesome. That's how it should be every week. <laughs> that was good fun. <laughs> that's really good. Sorry. That's yeah, some game. Yeah. Um, you know, you you took four and Joe Duxbury took five, and I said, yeah, looked looked at the score one minute, and it's, I thought, what's going on there? And then the next minute, it's done. <laughs> you know, yeah. no. early early days. One of those days. Yeah, no, it's one of those days. We bowled well and set good fields and yep, bowled accordingly. It worked. It just worked out perfectly. So. Yeah, just all all clicked, and that's that's really good. Um, look, guys, I've yeah. taken up enough of your time. Um, look, thanks a lot for coming on the the, the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. Um, good luck at the um, the Champs. You'll be there. So uh, January the thirteenth, it starts. So you'll be going. You're getting there what two days beforehand, I presume. Oh, I um, think it's generally that that evening. Oh, the day before. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that evening, and then oh, yeah. yeah, rock up first thing. Straight in. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. hey. Why not? Just just get in and get in and get it done. Six games in a row. Um, if you want to follow, just get onto my cricket, look it up, you'll you'll find it. If not, ask Dr. Googlay. Dr. Googlay will uh, lead you to the Australian Country Cricket Championships. Um, WA does have a very good record. Um with the current holders. Uh, no. No? No, we we lost the grand final game, so Vic Country are the okay. current holders. Vic Country, but WA are recent winners, have won it very, very recently anyway. Um, this team, very, very strong side and, um, you know, expect big things. So if you don't come back with the trophy, stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thank, thanks for coming on. The, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show, Adam. Thanks for coming on the show, Damien. Um, and good luck. No worries. Okay, so that's Damien, Damien Burridge, Adam France, PCA representative playing for the WA Country 11 in the Australian Country Championships. You're on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. We'll be back after this. At Retrovision, we know exactly what you want, like our lowest price guarantee. Buy now and pay later. And an extra 5% discount for RAC members. That's on top of all the latest tech from the world's best brands at Retrovision. Well, that was a great uh, interview there with Damien Burridge and Adam France, who are two of the PCA representatives that are um, going to be playing for the Country 11, WA Country 11, and proud reps they are. The other one, obviously, is Dan Abel, who's um, one of the premier spinners in WA Country cricket. And as we mentioned in the interview there, if, if it was his thing, he could easily be um, taking wickets on a regular occasion playing premier cricket. But uh, you know, he's a country boy. Um, playing for Runa and um, he's doing a great job there. So uh, good luck to all those three. Uh, we'll be looking on proudly and make sure, make sure you get over the line in particular against the Philippines. Um, and that's no, I'm not being disrespectful there at all. Um, I just see that one being the big banana skin and you don't want to be the one on the end of it. Um, marathon effort for our boys. I don't, um, I can't uh, support that fixture. Um, it's just a ridiculous fixture list. You can't play five or six games of 50 over cricket in a row. Um, it makes no sense. And um, I think, I think WA cricket would have a really good case to, uh, 
just talk about player welfare. I mean, especially if it's hot, which it will be. Um, I don't know how they expect to compete. But anyway, we can't do anything about it right now. Um, but what I can do is have a quick chat about the Retrovision Premier T20 game we had during the week. It was always built up. I did build it up. I did tell you it was going to be a good one. And uh, Jesus, they delivered Rockingham Hornets and Mandra a tie. Now, in our bylaws, we don't have a super over. That will change, trust me. Um, I know a few people. Um, so uh, basically, it's just a tie. Um, and there's no, uh, no, no one wins, no one loses, I guess. Um, it just works out on percentages and all that sort of stuff where you sit in the pool as to who progresses through. Um, so this game was a real, real good one. Um, so batting first, uh, we had Rockingham Hornets. They got four for one, five, three. They probably left about 20 runs out there. Um, they were they were going on really, really well and just got a little bit bogged down towards the back end um, and just lost wickets in trying to sort of chase down what they um, probably thought they should have got. Um, Ethan Smith put on a clinic, uh, 81 not out off 64 balls. Um, young man's a Rockingham Hornets or Hillman Hornets um, product come through the junior program. I think he's only like 18 or anyway. Um, he's playing his cricket at, um, at Willerton in the WA Premier competition. And um, he stylish, uh, does it, does it well, has some good reverse sweeps, um, can up, go up and down the gears. He can drop and run. He's got a lot going for him, the young man. And uh, pretty much every time we see him, he, uh, he does a really good job. So he got 81 not out. Uh, Shane Warns, who was the uh, marquee signing for this particular game, he's also a, um, a Williton player. Country boy, comes from uh, the Albany region. Um, and he's having a stellar season this year. He got 35 of 29. And those two did did well after Steve Urseg, who's a WA Veterans uh, representative and did quite well. He got 19 off 20. So they put on um, 60 for the first wicket, which was really, really good. Uh, bowling wise, um, some good, some good bowling all round. Um, a couple of guys probably, you know, it was just that tight times where they probably bowled that bad ball that got put away. And, but in the end, I think 150, they probably would have thought, yep, we've kept them down there and we can chase this. Um, in reply, Chris Chaloo and Brett Ronan in particular went out there, um, with a, on, they were on a mission. Brett Ronan from ball one, literally was just trying to hit everything out of the ground. He's a big fella and he connected to a few. That, that's the... Um, he really did. So he got 30 off 12, uh, two sixes and three fours. Um, and if he stayed in, I reckon another two overs, I reckon this game would have been done and dusted. He was going, he's on fire. Uh, Chris Chalou, captain um, for the T20 team. He got 51 off 46. He saw him nearly through to the end. Um, and uh, he was batting with his, uh, I reckon his twin brother. I mean, he's lookalike really. Uh, Chris Weber. They're both left-handed. Um, Chris Weber's their um uh, marquee signing. He's play, he played his first A-grade game for Rockingham on the weekend. So well done there in the Premier competition. Uh, he got 24. They did quite well. They were just sort of nudging and deflecting and then got their boundaries. And then from there on, they just got bogged down. Um, they lost about two overs, I reckon, there. And and uh, to the Hornets' um, credit, their bowlers come on and, and the experienced ones, Dale Tyrrell, Troy Lovegrove, um, uh, you know, we also had Phil Green. They they did a great job in really tying it all up. Anyway, got down to the last over. Um, John Sanders thought, well, I'm going to take it on. And and he bowled five great balls. And they needed, um, it got to Mandarin needing seven to win off the last ball, six to tie. And yep. Uh, who was on strike? It was, uh, oh, I think it was um, Bell. I think it was Jordan Bell batting lower than he normally does. Um, six to... <laughs> to tie the game. Uh, it was, it was a great game. If you've, uh, if you weren't watching or you weren't there, jump onto the pavilion, the Peel cricket channel, you'll be able to watch the full replay. Obviously you can just uh, fast forward and all that sort of stuff, but it, it's, it's a really good game. So um, over the Christmas break, I dare say it's worth your while to uh, jump on and have a watch. And that pretty much wraps up the 2022 half of the 22, 23 season. And this is the pavilion. Now we're going to have a little break. We'll have a couple of weeks off. We'll be back in the uh, the week of the third. So we'll have next week off and we'll be back uh, the week after that. We'll have a little um, preview into what the second half of the season going to look like. And we'll have a couple of good interviews there as well. Thanks for your support. Remember to subscribe, uh, rate, everything like that. Really get this thing going viral. We need your support. This is your show. 
you got any any points of view, anything you'd like to discuss or see or hear on the show, um, please feel free to send some feedback through um, president at peelcricket.com or just jump on the Peel Cricket Association Facebook page and on a messenger and uh, just send a message through. My name's Orazio Sandalachia. You've been listening to The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show. We'll be back in 2023. Have yourselves a great Christmas and New Year period. Thank you. RAC members get exclusive deals and offers, plus an extra 5% off on top of our lowest price guarantee at Retrovision.